And we are set to get your home improvement questions answered either by phone or by text. That number to get it done is 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Hope you are, too. It's uh, still a little steamy. Of course, I always think about you and your crews when you're out uh, doing the job for all of our great listeners that um, uh, you always take precautions. I know that. You treat your people really well. But uh, but this is, uh, this. you know, we think about the deepest, darkest winter when it's 10 below or mm-hmm. worse and uh, the protections you need then, but you need some uh, some protections as well now. Yeah, you know, um, any time of the year, you know, in, in our line of work, safety is a, a concern, whether it's weather, heights, uh, fall protection, or, or anything. There's there's precautions that you take, and, and heat's no different. Uh, you just always got to make sure you're hydrated and and uh, keep an eye on, on, on the people you work with because sometimes uh, those, those signs of dehydration and, and heat stroke go unnoticed, and you kind of rely on your partner to say, hey, um, uh, we need uh, we need to take a break, or you need to take a break, if uh, if you can't recognize the signs yourself. So we talk about that on a regular basis. Looks like we're getting a little bit of relief here uh, this next week by by a few degrees, but yeah, it was a, it was definitely a steamy out for at least a couple of the days this week. What are folks uh, calling Lindis for? What what are the, the what kind of home improvements are we talking about uh, that people are calling for? Would you say the majority? Uh, or is there such a thing? I mean, they're asking it for everything, I suppose. Yeah, this time of year, um, it, it, pretty much every crew um, that we have is busy, and every division, as far as handing out estimates go, is is, is busy as well. So it's not, you know, it's it's a pretty good mix. Uh, whether it's gutters, roofing, siding, windows, decking, interior remodeling, um, you should see one of our warehouses right now. We just got two loads of cabinets in. So uh, we got uh, some pretty awesome kitchens that are going to be getting installed over the next month or so. There's not, uh, I don't know if we can fit, you know, even even another cabinet in that one warehouse. We had two semis show up back to back in in, in two days, and we have uh, boxes and boxes of cabinets sitting at the shop right now. Is there a trend that you see as far as uh, uh, kitchens are concerned, as far as cabinetry? Uh, I've been reading, you know, maybe maybe the white kitchens. I guess maybe never fall out of favor, but uh, but some folks are really liking the idea of going back to wood again. You know the oaks and such. Yeah, you know, and um, we've uh, made some changes too. We're using more of a, a custom cabinet company that uh, is going to do custom finishes and work with the customers uh, locally here. And um, instead of ordering uh, from from the big box store, it's a little bit more expensive, but. We think that the quality of cabinets that we have uh, are, are are marketably better, and we can give a more custom experience to to our customers because it's not just one color going in a lot of kitchens. It's uh, there's a there's been a lot of variety in mixing and matching, and and uh, you know it's uh, just fun to let customers dream a little bit and make it exactly how they want it just for them. How about countertops? Uh, you know, you and I over the years we 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 would. Uh, talk about all sorts of you know granite quartz uh is is the even even concrete uh what do people want mostly these days it you know it's still uh the vast majority of them is going to be uh, uh granite or like the cambria product we use a a lot of cambria um it's uh, it's just an awesome product and they always have new styles to choose from and we just uh you know our customers are always really really happy with it and that's uh, we tend to go that direction almost uh, more often than not. 
If you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, maybe you're beginning a project or in the middle of one, uh, we are welcoming your phone calls or text messages. Uh, you know the number, 651 461 I've been reading a few complaints, not many, but a few complaints about uh, cold callers, uh, salespeople coming to, uh, to folks' uh, front doors. Uh, in one case, it was a, uh, well, we talk about pest control, but there was another one. Uh, it was uh, windows. No, no, no. It was it was a bath remodeling. That's what it was. A couple of complaints from uh, people who uh, never ordered the, this stuff, but they're and w- w- you've mentioned it too. Just to be fair, some people uh, are not only good at what they do, but they do cold call and they they make a living that way. Not all of them are charlatans. You've kind of been clear about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Just like. Uh you know, it's always a, and I would say the majority of them probably aren't charlatans. Having said that, um, knowing what I know about our area of the world, the best of the best contractors don't have to go knocking on doors to find work. They're 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 pretty busy, and you know we have we have, you know, I don't think it's uh, at times up to four people dedicated to just answering phone calls and people that want estimates. You know, those are people that, uh, the, the, so just saying, like the, the majority of the contractors that are really good at what they do in the Twin Cities, people call them and ask them to come to their house. They're not out knocking doors. Having said that, some of the, it could be a startup company, somebody new trying to get get out, get their name out there. They can't afford to advertise and, and they don't have a customer base and they could very well do good work. You hear about those stories all the time. Um, but uh, for me, I if I run into a customer that has a horror story, about working with a contractor, it's 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 crazy how often that it's it's from a door knocker or a storm chaser, somebody that they didn't call to have come out to their house. It's it's crazy how often that it's it's from a door knocker or a storm chaser, somebody that they didn't call to have come out to their house that they had the bad experience with, and um, we just we we find that to be the case almost always. Again, I, uh, like you said, Denny, not all of them are charlatans. Not all of them are 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 are, are bad at their jobs. Um, and some of them are pretty good craftsmen. Every now and then, you meet the guy that he's out there knocking on the door. He he writes the estimate, and he's the he's the one doing all the work too. You know, those type of people are are, are pretty good at their jobs if you can find them. But just like anything, in uh, when it comes to home improvement, Denny, doing your due diligence up front and and, and checking references and, and getting more than one estimate, it, all those things go a long ways. If you take that hour, hour, two hours, three hours out of your time on the front end, chances are the the end product is going to be it's going to go much smoother for you, and it's going to going to be an end product that you thought was going to happen from the get go. Absolutely. All right, let's do this. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, field some more questions. Any kind of a home improvement question that's on your mind, we'd love to hear from you either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. You need their help? 844-9-LINDUS is the easiest number to remember. Or if you want to get on the web, lindusconstruction.com. Andy Lindus, as usual, answering those home improvement questions today. Uh, You can call us if you want to chat or if it's easier, like some folks, just send a text. 651-461-9226. 
Uh, Andy, a listener, maybe to kind of finish up on this particular topic as far as cold callers, folks knocking on your door. Uh, this listener says, uh, and maybe you can comment on this, I would ask the cold call door knockers if they have a work permit from the city to perform their work. Is that reasonable uh, to ask? Uh, you know, certain cities um, require a permit to solicit door-to-door. And um, typically, the companies that I know that do door knocking, that, that uh, the door knockers will have that uh, hanging around their neck. Um, that'll be readily available if it if it was your city. And like like always, always check with your city officials on, on what's allowed and what's not allowed and what to deal with. How do you deal with people that are going door-to-door um, and soliciting business? And, and yeah, so in certain cities, you do have to go get a permit for that. Okay. Uh, here's an interesting question from a listener. Is it worth it to get the most expensive decking for a deck? Well, um, that's a, that can be a, a loaded question, whether it's the, the metal framing that's making it the most expensive or the type of composite that you're, that you're looking at. I can tell you... The, the difference in cost from our, what I call our second best composite in the AZEC material to our best composite in the millboard material, that jump is is worth it by a long shot. If you, if you can afford that, I would definitely choose that decking. Um, it's, you know, it's, I want to say it's like a 20% increase from one to the other, if depending on the size of the deck and, and the framing that's going to have to go involved. And and for me that that number it, it's if I can if I can swing it I would definitely choose it I think it's that much better it just checks every box that the other ones don't they are all they all have you know some nice things about it but the the millboard product just is is markedly better than the other ones and I would I would definitely spend that money if I could. And you've commented in the past about what you've kind of experimented uh, researched I guess is probably a better word for materials uh, at your house. Uh, wh- wh- what kind of decking do you, you have the millboard now? Do you have others as well? I have uh, on my house right now four types of composite decking. Um, one deck has two different types as I'm testing them. One, one is the millboard. It's a, it's a deck I, I, I put the, uh, the Zuri product on, I don't know, a decade ago or so. And uh, I've replaced some of that decking with the millboard part so I could see them next to each other and how they react on the same sun and, and everything. And I'm telling you, from an expansion and contraction, um, a, how hot and cold it gets, how slippery it is, and aesthetically, the millboard is just a markedly better product than any of the other three composite deckings I have on my own home or any of the other composite deckings we've installed in my brother's houses. In fact... Uh, as uh, my brother Alex is doing uh, some some things at his house, and so is Adam. Um, both of them are are going with the millboard decking, and uh, on Alex's house, we're going to use some accent. Uh, millboard also makes a siding called uh, Outlive. We're going to be doing some testing with that on his home, and actually, uh, hopefully, within a week or two here at my shop in uh, at our office, we're going to be taking a wall off and installing a couple different styles of the Outlive siding as we test that as well. Hmm. It's just uh, it's a, it's a really good material that uh, aesthetically it looks way better. It's a stable material, so we're excited. I'm, I'm anticipating the install is going to go good, but we don't want to start showing it to customers or telling customers what the pricing is when we don't even know what it's going to cost to install yet. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we can get that figured out on the siding side. 
One of the reasons I asked you about the the, the variety of uh, low maintenance decking that you uh, have been researching or experiencing with uh, at your home over the years is they want to know how do you basically it's kind of a longer paragraph but as far as maintaining how do you maintain these low maintenance decks how do you clean them etc. For me, you know that uh, that electric pressure washer, um, eighteen hundred psi, is a is a great thing to use. Sometimes a little bit of Dawn dish soap with a scrub brush. If uh, you know, I have I have some trees that overhang my house, and over the winter uh, there is some a pile of leaves got stuck in the corner, you know, uh, and, and and on the back deck, it's one of those parts of the house you don't really see during the winter because you're not walking around that area. And uh, we don't use that deck in the winter, so I had some staining on there. That, that pressure washer and a little Dawn dish soap went a long ways, and that uh, the stain is gone. That's the original composite decking. I want to say it's almost, it's got to be over 25 years old, Denny. Because it was when we put what I call the new addition on the house. That new addition was, uh, I think, completed when I was 10. That's 35 <laughs> That's the years old. new edition. So, yeah, the, the, the new edition. <laughs> and... Uh, um, but the, the original composite, uh, Trex decking with weep holes and, you know, it's discolored a little bit. It's warped. I've had to replace all the fascia on the steps, but, uh, I'm going to, that whole deck is going to get torn off and, uh, replaced with millboard this fall. I'm, uh, right. I've done testing the 30 year old Trex decking. I've, I've seen enough and, uh, <laughs> we're, we're moving on. Moving on. Next Next. <laughs> 651-461-9226. Any kind of home improvement question that's on your mind, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, 651-461-9226. Let's grab a phone call from Sean. Uh, I've been uh, waiting there in the wings. Sean, thanks for waiting. What is your question, please? Yeah, good morning, everyone. Um, my uh, fiancé and, and I have lived in our home for six years. Um we rented and now we own it and it's it's a 1953 home not quite a rambler but that genre um and we're thinking of gutting the first floor and remodeling it for to be our forever home um and i don't know where to start in the process do you hire architects do you how do you do that and my only reference is unfortunately watching the renovation programs where they talk about budgets and i know that's not realistic and a lot of that is sponsored and whatnot but we're we're just in a dream phase and we want to turn that into more of a plan and reality so we can continue our budget and be much more realistic yeah no good question um you know, if if you're going to be adding an addition and any type of changing the structure at all, sometimes an architect is uh, that's when I would maybe lean towards an architect. But what what it sounds like to me is you need to look for somebody that specializes in interior remodeling and start to meet with contractors. And and for us, where you know over over the series of probably two meetings, we'd be able to come up with the scope of work and and what those costs are going to be. And you might have to meet with our an interior designer. And, and to pick out all the finishes because that's where the, the prices can, can really start to jump. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a, the dream phase is fun. And I think now is the time to start to actually put numbers to it and what it's going to cost. And I think when you, when you think about it, if it's going to be for your ever home, and, you know, that, that can tend, sometimes make a difference in the budget. And if you, if, you, if you look at, like, what you're going to be doing for the remodeling, 
and and you know you're going to be there in 10 years, you know, getting that money back is a, it's a pretty very doable thing, even like five years. Most most home improvements that you do to your house have anywhere from a 30% to a 50% immediate return, meaning that the day the job gets finished, that's the increase in value of your home. And uh, so that's something I would always look at is when, when I'm choosing home improvements is how long I'm going to be here and is this adding value to them? Am I going to get my money back out of this? And and usually in in that five-year time frame as far as the home prices going up and, and things of that nature and, and what the payback is immediately, that can happen. And uh, But if it's your forever home, now you're talking about I just want to make this the most comfortable house I can be for the next you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years whatever forever is to you. It's funny, when, when I ask people that question, Danny, what the forever home is, they're like, well, when the kids are out of college. Well, that could be, <laughs> you know, whenever. Or, you know, and things change. So forever is different for everyone. But uh, we can, I would start meeting with remodelers and going through the timelines and what it's going to take and, 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 and figuring out budgets from there and what the financing options is or payment plans that they have or what bank you have to talk to. And sounds like it's fun. The dream phase is one of the funnest parts. The other fun part is when the contractor finally does leave and finish. Those yes. are the, the two best days, two best parts of remodeling. That's it. The fun part is when the contractor finally does leave and finish. Those yes. are the, the two best days, two best parts of remodeling. That's absolutely true. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a good way of putting it. I'm glad Sean called with that uh, and uh, your comments about the dream phase. Anyway, I'm getting a signal Liz, here. Uh, we need to take Denny, a break. Denny, before I go, as a fiancé, though. He said he had a fiance. I'm telling yeah. you, there's nothing, almost nothing harder as a test of a couple as remodeling a home. So if you want to see if this fiance is going to turn into the wife of uh, for forever, then uh, the, you know remodeling this house with her before that marriage might be the might be the see uh, exactly how this is going to work. <laughs> this is a test. <laughs> it is a test. All right, hang on, Andy. We'll uh, take this break. Uh, the, the steamy forecast coming up next here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, 8449. Lindus is their phone number if you want to give them a shout. Andy Lindus, as usual, answering those uh, home improvement type of questions today, either by phone or by text. If you want to call, I'd love to hear your voice. Otherwise, if it's easier, just send uh, Andy your text, 651-461-9226. Uh, Texter says this, Andy, after last year's hailstorm, we had a new roof installed and new siding. Uh, The city came in November and inspected the roof. I called the city yesterday to ask when they're coming to inspect the siding, and they told me the company never pulled a permit for the siding. Our permit does only say uh, re-roof. You want to comment on that? Um, depending on what the, the city told you to do, um, I would call my contractor and, and go from there. It'd be worrisome to me if, uh, the underlayment was not inspected. That's one of the things that, uh, we have to show pictures of, or some cities, well, well, all the cities now that we've worked with them enough, at least for, for Linus construction, we can, we can get by with pictures, but at, at times we'd have to have the siding tore off, everything house wrapped. And then, then, and everything flashed, and then had it inspected. And then we can install the siding, and then then get another inspection. So, 
I would, uh, yeah, work with your city and your contractor and make sure something is uh, is done to to remedy that. I'd, uh, you know, the, every now and then you hear stories where cities make people remove everything that was done because the permit was not pulled and uh, mm. and redo it, and I'd hate for that uh, for something like that to happen. Have you seen that happen with roofing? Um, you know, I have uh, seen uh, where some parts of roofing had to get uh, removed or stopped in the project because no permit was pulled. And in, in, mm. in you hear about this happening a lot during uh, during storms. In certain areas of the world, you don't even need roofing permits. So when people come from all over the country to install, it sometimes takes them a minute to understand how we how we operate up here in, in Mini. Now, when Lindis, uh, let's talk a little comparison here uh, with jobs that you've seen that other folks have done roofing jobs specifically mm-hmm. uh, w- compared to what what does Lindis do that maybe you've seen other companies not do uh, that is like cut corners some way what 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 jobs have you seen that that you can comment that they did this or didn't do that you know uh, a lot of it has to come to do with uh, the the details of the roof like the the types of underlayments that are used reusing vents they're not addressing any of the soffit area vents or the intakes they're not uh, putting down as the, the same amount of, or the styles of ice and water shield that we're going to use um, they're, again they're going to reuse brone vents and box vents they're not going to use the lifetime tool vents that that, that we use either um, it's all those little detail things that go in but it's important. The reason why we do all of those those steps, and we'll walk customers through that and show people the differences in what how we do the roofing compared to anyone else. But the reason why we take all of those steps is one, you know, we plan on being around in this area for for another thirty years. Two, every detail that we choose is where we find rotten wood or fails in other roofs. So that's why we choose to do what we do because we know we're going to be around here 30 years from now. And the last thing I want to deal with is roofs that I, that, that we installed, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago that are failing. And, uh, and, and it's not fun. Every now and then we do have warranty work. Uh, we had a siding project installed in 1998, um, was dealing with uh, with one of my my estimators was out there this week and you know has some paint peeling up on some steel siding, so it's a it's a warranty claim and it's going to take like th- you know two months to get it approved and then get the house painted. It's it's not fun and uh, you know we we've we work with those customers and one of the nice parts is Denny again we're talking about something that's what twenty five years old. Yeah, and this is why you look at almost all siding warranties that are written now, the the proration that happens after year twenty because. The, Manufacturers aren't dumb. They understand how the long this this look at the area of the world that we live in. The amount of expansion and contraction a steel is going to have, or what paint's going to go through from extreme temperatures or sun, they know that after that year twenty, the things start to fail, and uh, that's unfortunate. But worst case scenario, again, this is steel siding. the The warranty claim is it's it's going to get covered and painted, and hopefully, they don't have to worry about it for another twenty years. I uh, and you and I have talked about. I personally like uh, the LP. I remember when you first started talking about that uh, several years ago here on the show, mm-hmm. uh, and I've, I've said if whenever it comes time to uh, to replace siding in our house, I'm going to call Lindis and say I want LP uh, smart side. Now, what what kind of warranty issues are, are we looking at? Now? Not steel siding, but the LP. What what kind of warranties uh, are available for that product? Depending on uh, who the finisher that you choose is, is anywhere from a 15 to a 25 year warranty on on the on the paint. And uh, what what I what I always tell try to tell people is that what that means is you as you look at your house, you know here's your warranty. If there's any fail between then, it's covered. But after that, you know. But look at it this way: 
the product is stable enough, and and yeah, the, that paint job is going to last in that, in that fifteen to twenty five year range, and you're going to have to repaint your house. But if you choose choose the right paint after, you can get a lifetime paint. Now, the, the, some of these spray on things. I know we had that one of these questions earlier in the text that that puts like right. a rubberized coating on. Right. Um, you know that I don't have a lot of familiarity with it, but I have seen some of it done and it doesn't seem to last nearly as long as you think especially if you're putting it on unstable materials that's 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 the important part and in lieu of changing out your siding where you're dealing with all the air infiltration and water infiltration that old siding has that before you even install the new siding so if you go through that process install the lp smart side i'm telling you you're going to be painting your house every 25 years and who knows where technology is 10 years from now, let alone 20 years from now when it comes to coatings that you can put on the exterior of your home. You know, every year we have manufacturers come to our office and show us what they're testing. You know, like here's what we're, we're looking at. And here's, and this, I've, I've seen, you know, computer printed siding and roofing and, and all different types of chemicals used to coat siding and all this stuff is in testing, but it's still very early in those stages. And uh, there's a reason why none of the major manufacturers have come out with it because the, the testing and uh, the, the process isn't quite perfect yet, and they're not quite uh, ready to release it to the world. And hopefully someday, though, you know, who knows? You know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'm guessing the what we're putting on the exterior of their homes is a, is a whole different product than what we're using right now. Yeah, you, no doubt, right? It's kind of a neat deal that uh, Lindus has the chance to kind of uh, test these things out. It's almost like some of the auto manufacturers, when they have these uh, uh, test cars, they keep them under wraps, and you kind of do the same thing until uh, until you're ready to tell the public about it. But uh, again, uh, LP Smart Side. If somebody wants to check that out, how can they see that, or where can they see that on on your website? Maybe. Yeah, LindusConstruction.com. Go there, and right. uh, we have videos of us installing it. Uh, a couple different varieties of LP Smart Side, different types of coatings, and uh, we can uh, you can definitely uh, whether you want to watch videos or read all about it. LindusConstruction.com. It's right there. If you'd like to get an estimate on it, have one of uh, one of our people come out, show you what we do and how we do it, and chances are, we can go look at uh, some neighbors in 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 your neighborhood that we've done siding work for, and and you can see it up close in person. Uh, what about uh, when someone gets new siding? If they've got, let's say, they've got the leaf guard gutters, I'm thinking too down the road, which we have had, as you know, for many years. D- d- does Linda's remove those? Does that have to be removed for the siding, or is that not an issue? Um, do you say that again, Denny. I mean, maybe it depends on the, the the house, but I'm saying, do you do you remove gutters when you put new siding on someone's home? You know, more often than not, chances are we're going to be doing you know some some eave work as well in the soffit and the fascia area. And if we're going to be doing that, removing the gutters, getting that fascia to go up underneath the drip edge, putting all the right flashing on. Yeah. And chances are. If they don't have leaf guard, you know, and they're older gutters, we can, uh, you know, do a little upgrade there as well. And I think uh, not only is leaf guard as maintenance free as a gutter system gets out there, we can, uh, you know, do a little upgrade there as well. And I think uh, not only is leaf guard as maintenance free as a gutter system gets out there, I think it's as aesthetically pleasing as as some other product as any product out there. In fact. I have a customer that uh, we're going to be installing there. They have those old built-in gutters. Now, built-in gutters oh, yeah. are a trough in your roof, and then he has cove molding on his fascia, and he really likes that cove molding. 
So we were able to show them some pictures of what LeafGuard looks like, and I think LeafGuard looks more like cove molding than any of the other gutter products out there. Now, built-in gutters, I don't know whose idea that was in the world, what architect <laughs> came up with this, but uh, it's I've never gone to one where I thought, like, hey, this was a good idea. Because you know what we always find, Denny, is, is hundreds and hundreds of dollars of rotten wood. They've leaked somewhere. They've clogged. They've never been maintained. And, and now you're putting all of that water a foot and a half up your roof. So it can't, if it overflows, you know, on a regular gutter, maybe it's just going to come down to the bottom and cause ground damage. But these gutters have been overflowing and getting into the seams. So now we have rafter tails that are rotten. We have roof decking that's rotten. We have soffit that's rotten. And that's how we were first called out. A customer looked up and the soffit board was was rotten and was falling in. And mm. that's never a, never a good sign. So, you know, what would have been like a $5,000 project is, is, is probably going to push closer to $15,000 because of the amount of rotten wood that has to be repaired. Sure. And... You're talking about a project that should be one day. That's probably going to take us two weeks now, Denny. Yeah. Tough. But, hey, it's got to be done. done. It's going to look awesome and be done. Absolutely. Like you said, those, and I've said it so many years ago, that if, if gutters can be pretty, those uh, leaf guard gutters, really, and they just blend in with, with uh, any kind of a style home you may have. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm getting a signal here. Let's do that when we come back. Uh, Jay, you're going to be first up here on the phone, then we'll pick up on text messages here as well. It's the Home Improvement Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction. 8449 Lindis, if you uh, would like to get in touch with those good folks. Uh, in the meantime, we have time for your text questions or your phone calls. Any kind of a home improvement question you may have for Andy Lindis. Tell you what, Jay, uh, we promised Jay and Excelsior. Jay would be first up here. Thanks for waiting, Jay. What is your question for Andy? Hello, Jay. I think Jay is gone. Yes, he is. All right. Uh, in the meantime, we'll we'll talk texts. Uh, here's one. Oh, this is interesting. My steel lifetime roof was put on my house back in 2012. It has developed leaking, and my ceiling is an unsightly mess. I'm being ignored by the people who put it on. What should I do? All right, yeah, Andy like Lindis, how would you handle that one? You know, I'd like to say that's uh, the first time I've heard of uh, steel shingles leaking, but that's why we don't offer them as an option. And, um, you know, I think it all sounds good. It's just, uh, you know, we've installed them, um, a couple of different uh, of the products, and we've tested them over time, but we've had problems with those roofs leaking. That's why we haven't. And you know, for what they cost, just not, not worth it. Now, if it's a standing seam roof, that's a different deal. And if you're not getting where you need to get to with your contractor, don't be afraid to get the, the city involved, the Department of Labor involved, the Better Business Bureau involved, any review site involved. Um, all of that stuff, those are tools that you can use to hopefully, um, before you have to, you know, start taking, you know, action with lawyers and into small claims court. But there should be a warranty associated with this roof and uh, if you can show that it should be taken care of um it definitely shouldn't be having a roof leak after 10 years especially knowing that uh, those those steel shingles probably cost double what an ordinary roof would have been 
Let's back up a, a, a minute. I know we've just got a couple of minutes in the show to go, Andy. It, what what kind of a steel roof does Lindis use? Not not these, this type, but what, what do you prefer? Um, we have a machine that makes a steamless seamless steel panel um, that uh, you would see most associated with metal roofing. But uh, we've had good luck with that. We have a couple of different machines. We have a mechanically seamed panel and then uh, a snap lock panel as well and uh we've used those for you know over 25 years now and uh it's got the kinder hylar finish it's a it's a good product but having said that when people see what that costs and what the warranty is on our standing seam roof they're usually only choosing it because aesthetically that's what they want because the warranties of our gaf roofing and the styles of shingles you get to choose from are markedly better and when you start to understand how a lot of these warranties or warranties insurance policies are getting written for homeowners when it comes to steel roofing where aesthetically it's not covered so your steel shingles get all dented it's not going to cover unless it's leaking so um it's you have to look at your dented roof that's not something i would i would want to deal with and when you when you look at like what a steel shingle costs or a, a steel roof and it's it's more expensive than even our best roof, which is the, the Glenwood shingle, um, people choose the Glenwood shingle almost always once they start to understand all of the options and the, the pros and cons of each material. And some good choices there with the Glenwood. And uh, what, what about that, uh, that warranty? Well, uh, it's a 50-year non-parade warranty on the actual shingle, and it's the only shingle I've installed that I've yet to find hail damage on. Having said that, I've had two insurance adjusters say it was hail damage, but there's not a ding on it. But now that they've said it was damaged, they have no choice but to replace it or we have to replace it. And one even argued with me on the price. I'm like, hey, you got yourself into this mess. You could have said <laughs> no damage. Like, Here's my report that says two dings. And more than likely, they were mechanical, meaning human-made, not not storm-made. And uh, But because uh, the way the, their policy is written, once it's said it's damaged, they have to have it replaced. And Homeowner doesn't want to, but the insurance company's making them. Hmm, interesting. Fun stuff. Andy, hey, just, hey, it works out for me. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll sure. take the job twice. And, and yeah. But, you know, I tried to do my job and say, but uh, having said that, we have hundreds of customers that it worked out the way it should have, meaning that the, the, the adjusters saw that there was no damage, said there was no damage, and they don't have to deal with, with anything. Andy, give me 20 seconds of what kind of deals are happening with Lindis in June. We have 75% off installation labor on the installation of leaf guard gutters, infinity windows by Marvin, and GAF roofing. Again, the only roofing that I've installed that has zero hail damage, the Glenwood shingle, and exclusively at Lindis Construction right now here in the Twin Cities. Excellent. 8449-LINDIS. Get a hold of those good folks. Andy, let's talk about uh, this uh, home improvement stuff next week, all right? Absolutely. Have a great day, Denny. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, in the Twin Cities, we right now have uh, 76 degrees. We are going for 91 today, 92 tomorrow, and 91 again on Monday. And then we'll get a break. Denny Long, thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, our health hour. We're going to be talking with a sleep doc about uh, sleeping problems. That'll be tomorrow at 7 here on News Talk A3OWCCO. In the meantime, stay cool right now in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Maybe chance of showers later today. Right now, though, 76 degrees.